You're listening to Season 2 of the Lifting Her Voice podcast. This is Episode number 255, and today we'll read Ezekiel chapters 40 through 42 together. I saw a man whose appearance was like bronze with a linen cord and a measuring rod in his hand. Welcome to the Lifting Her Voice podcast, Season 2. I'm your host, Joy Miller, and I invite you to grab your Bible and join me from the beginning, simply reading God's Word together. We built some spiritual muscles in 2020 with just the New Testament, but this year we're going all out, cover to cover, Old Testament and New. So whether with your first cup in the morning, your commute to work, or as the last thing on your mind before sleep, God's Word will equip you for every good work. I'm really glad you're here. Ezekiel chapter 40 In the twenty-fifth year of our exile, at the beginning of the year, on the tenth day of the month in the fourteenth year, After Jerusalem had been captured, on that very day the Lord's hand was on me, and he brought me there. In visions of God he took me to the land of Israel and set me down on a very high mountain. On its southern slope was a structure resembling a city. He brought me there, and I saw a man whose appearance was like bronze, with a linen cord and a measuring rod in his hand. He was standing by the city gate. He spoke to me, Son of man, look with your eyes, listen with your ears, and pay attention to everything I am going to show you, for you have been brought here so that I might show it to you. Report everything you see to the house of Israel. Now there was a small wall surrounding the outside of the temple. The measuring rod in the man's hand was six units of twenty-one inches. Each unit was the standard length plus three inches. He measured the thickness of the wall structure. It was ten and a half feet, and its height was the same. Then he came to the gate that faced east and climbed the steps. He measured the threshold of the gate. It was ten and a half feet deep. One threshold was ten and a half feet deep. Each recess was ten and a half feet long and ten and a half feet deep, and there was a space of eight and three-quarter feet between the recesses. The inner threshold of the gate on the temple side next to the gate's portico was ten and a half feet. Next, he measured the gate's portico. It was fourteen feet, and its jams were three and a half feet. The gate's portico was on the temple side. There were three recesses on each side of the east gate, each with the same measurements, and the jams on either side also had the same measurements. Then he measured the width of the gate's entrance. It was seventeen and a half feet, while the width of the gate was twenty-two and three-quarter feet. There was a barrier of twenty-one inches 
in front of the recesses on both sides, and the recesses on each side were ten and a half feet square. Then he measured the gate from the roof of one recess to the roof of the opposite one. The distance was forty-three and three-quarter feet. The openings of the recesses faced each other. Next, he measured the porch, one hundred and five feet. The distance from the front of the gate at the entrance to the front of the gate's portico on the inside was eighty-seven and a half feet. The recesses and their jams had beveled windows all around the inside of the gate. The porticos also had windows all around on the inside. Each jam was decorated with palm trees. Then he brought me into the outer court, and there were chambers and a paved surface laid out all around the court. Thirty chambers faced the pavement, which flanked the courtyard's gates and corresponded to the length of the gates. This was the lower pavement. Then he measured the distance from the front of the lower gate to the exterior front of the inner court. It was one hundred and seventy-five feet. This was the east. Next, the north is described. He measured the gate of the outer court facing north, both its length and width, its three recesses on each side, its jams, and its portico had the same measurements as the first gate, eighty-seven and a half feet long and forty-three and three-quarter feet wide. Its windows, portico, and palm trees had the same measurements as those of the gate that faced east. Seven steps led up to the gate, and its portico was ahead of them. The inner court had a gate facing the north gate, like the one on the east. He measured the distance from gate to gate. It was one hundred seventy-five feet. He brought me to the south side, and there was also a gate on the south. He measured its jams and portico. They had the same measurements as the others. Both the gate and its portico had windows all around, like the other windows. It was eighty-seven and a half feet long and forty-three and three-quarter feet wide. Its stairway had seven steps, and its portico was ahead of them. It had palm trees on its jams, one on each side. The inner court had a gate on the south. He measured from gate to gate on the south. It was one hundred seventy-five feet. Then he brought me to the inner court through the south gate. When he measured the south gate, it had the same measurements as the others. Its recesses, jams, and portico had the same measurements as the others. Both it and its portico had windows all around. It was eighty-seven and a half feet long and forty-three and three-quarter feet wide. There were porticos all around, forty-three and three-quarter feet long and eight and three-quarter feet wide. Its portico faced the outer court. And its jams were decorated with palm trees. Its stairway had eight steps. Then he brought me to the inner court on the east side. When he measured the gate, it had the same measurements as the others. Its recesses, jams, and portico had the same measurements as the others.
Both it and its portico had windows all around. It was 87 and a half feet long and 43 and three-quarter feet wide. Its portico faced the outer court, and its jams were decorated with palm trees on each side. Its stairway had eight steps. Then he brought me to the north gate. When he measured it, it had the same measurements as the others, as did its recesses, jams, and portico. It also had windows all around. It was 87 and a half feet long and 43 and three-quarter feet wide. Its portico faced the outer court, and its jams were decorated with palm trees on each side. Its stairway had eight steps. There was a chamber whose door opened into the gate's portico. The burnt offering was to be washed there. Inside the gate's portico, there were two tables on each side, on which to slaughter the burnt offering, sin offering, and guilt offering. Outside, as one approaches the entrance of the north gate, there were two tables on one side, and two more tables on the other side of the gate's portico. So there were four tables inside the gate, and four outside, eight tables in all, on which the slaughtering was to be done. There were also four tables of cut stone for the burnt offering, each thirty-one and a half inches long, thirty-one and a half inches wide, and twenty-one inches high. The utensils used to slaughter the burnt offerings and other sacrifices were placed on them. There were three-inch hooks fastened all around the inside of the room, and the flesh of the offering was to be laid on the tables. Outside the inner gate, within the inner court, there were chambers for the singers, one beside the north gate, facing south, and another beside the south gate, facing north. Then the man said to me, This chamber that faces south is for the priests who keep charge of the temple. The chamber that faces north is for the priests who keep charge of the altar. These are the sons of Zadok, the ones from the sons of Levi who may approach the Lord to serve him. Next, he measured the court. It was square, 175 feet long and 175 feet wide. The altar was in front of the temple. Then he brought me to the portico of the temple and measured the jams of the portico. They were eight and three-quarter feet thick on each side. The width of the gate was twenty-four and a half feet, and the side walls of the gate were five and a quarter feet wide on each side. The portico was thirty-five feet across and twenty-one feet deep and ten steps led up to it. There were pillars by the jams, one on each side. Ezekiel chapter 41 Next he brought me into the great hall and measured the jams. On each side the width of the jam was ten and a half feet. The width of the entrance was seventeen and a half feet, and the side walls of the entrance were eight and three-quarter feet wide on each side. He also measured the length of the great hall. 
70 feet, and the width, 35 feet. He went inside the next room and measured the jams at the entrance. They were three and a half feet wide. The entrance was ten and a half feet wide, and the width of the entrance's side walls on each side was twelve and one quarter feet. He then measured the length of the room adjacent to the great hall, thirty-five feet, and the width, thirty-five feet. And he said to me, This is the most holy place. Then he measured the wall of the temple. It was ten and a half feet thick. The width of the side rooms all around the temple was seven feet. The side rooms were arranged one above another in three stories of thirty rooms each. There were ledges on the wall of the temple all around to serve as supports for the side rooms so that the supports would not be in the temple wall itself. The side rooms surrounding the temple widened at each successive story, for the structure surrounding the temple went up by stages. This was the reason for the temple's broadness as it rose, and so one would go up from the lowest story to the highest by means of the middle one. I saw that the temple had a raised platform surrounding it. This foundation for the side rooms was ten and a half feet high. The thickness of the outer wall of the side rooms was eight and three-quarter feet. The free space between the side rooms of the temple and the outer chambers was thirty-five feet wide all around the temple. The side rooms opened into the free space one entrance toward the north and another to the south. The area of free space was eight and three-quarter feet wide all around. Now the building that faced the temple yard toward the west was 122 and a half feet wide. The wall of the building was eight and three-quarter feet thick on all sides, and the building's length was 100 57 and a half feet. Then the man measured the temple. It was 175 feet long. In addition, the temple yard and the building, including its walls, were 175 feet long. The width of the front of the temple, along with the temple yard to the east, was 175 feet. Next, he measured the length of the building facing the temple yard to the west, with its galleries on each side. It was 175 feet. The interior of the great hall and the porticos of the court, the thresholds, the beveled windows, and the balconies all around with their three levels opposite the threshold, were overlaid with wood on all sides. They were paneled from the ground to the windows, but the windows were covered reaching to the top of the entrance and as far as the inner temple and on the outside. On every wall all around, on the inside and outside, was a pattern carved with cherubim and palm trees. There was a palm tree between each pair of cherubim. Each cherub had two faces, a human face turned toward the palm tree on one side and a lion's face turned toward it on the other. 
They were carved throughout the temple on all sides. Cherubim and palm trees were carved from the ground to the top of the entrance and on the wall of the great hall. The doorposts of the great hall were square, and the front of the sanctuary had the same appearance. The altar was made of wood, five and a quarter feet high and three and a half feet long. It had corners, and its lengths and sides were of wood. The man told me, This is the table that stands before the Lord. The great hall and the sanctuary each had a double door, and each of the doors had two swinging panels. There were two panels for one door and two for the other. Cherubim and palm trees were carved on the doors of the great hall like those carved on the walls. There was a wooden canopy outside in front of the portico. There were beveled windows and palm trees on both sides. On the side walls of the portico, the side rooms of the temple, and the canopies. Ezekiel chapter 42 Then the man led me out by the way of the north gate into the outer court. He brought me to the group of chambers opposite the temple yard and opposite the building to the north. Along the length of the chambers, which was 175 feet, there was an entrance on the north. The width was 87 and a half feet. Opposite the 35-foot space belonging to the inner court and opposite the paved surface belonging to the outer court, the structure rose gallery by gallery in three tiers. In front of the chambers was a walkway toward the inside, 17 and a half feet wide and 175 feet long. Their entrances were on the north. The upper chambers were narrower because the galleries took away more space from them than from the lower and middle stories of the building. For they were arranged in three stories and had no pillars like the pillars of the courts. Therefore, the upper chambers were set back from the ground more than the lower and middle stories. A wall on the outside ran in front of the chambers, parallel to them, toward the outer court. It was 87 and a half feet long, for the chambers on the outer court were 87 and a half feet long, while those facing the great hall were 175 feet long. At the base of these chambers, there was an entryway on the east side as one enters them from the outer court. In the thickness of the wall of the court toward the south, there were chambers facing the temple yard and the western building, with a passageway in front of them, just like the chambers that faced north. Their length and width, as well as all their exits, measurements, and entrances, were identical. The entrance at the beginning of the passageway, the way in front of the corresponding wall as one enters on the east side, was similar to the entrances of the chambers that were on the south side. Then the man said to me, The northern and southern chambers that face the courtyard are the holy chambers where the priests who approach the Lord 
will eat the most holy offerings. There they will deposit the most holy offerings, the grain offerings, sin offerings, and guilt offerings, for the place is holy. Once the priests have entered, they are not to go out from the holy area to the outer court until they have removed the clothes they minister in, for these are holy. They are to put on other clothes before they approach the public area. When he finished measuring inside the temple complex, he led me out by the way of the gate that faced east and measured all around the complex. He measured the east side with a measuring rod. It was 875 feet by the measuring rod. He measured the north side. It was 875 feet by the measuring rod. He measured the south side. It was 875 feet by the measuring rod. Then he turned to the west side and measured 875 feet by the measuring rod. He measured the temple complex on all four sides. It had a wall all around it, 875 feet long and 875 feet wide, to separate the holy from the common. Okie dokie, I feel like I'm back in Exodus. The measurements and pomegranates and palm trees and cherubim look like a demolition derby inside my head. During these passages and others like them, I need to be listening to his word while I'm looking at an artist's rendering or watching an interpretive video. I just can't make sense of these if I don't, even after reading them so many times. Just in case your head is swimming too, I have found a few of these videos and have included them in the show notes and links in the transcript in case you're listening on LiftingHerVoice.com. We may be head-banging over the tedium of all these details, but one thing is for certain. God wanted the Israelites, and us, to know that there will be a new temple. He will inhabit it, and it has to be perfect. It has to be bigger and brighter and more beautiful than any of the others, even Solomon's. Share your thoughts with me at LiftingHerVoice.com, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Thank you for joining me here today. I pray that by spending time in His Word every day, you will be changed. Visit me at LiftingHerVoice.com with your comments and questions. And don't forget to visit the blog page while you're there. If you like the podcast, it would be great if you'd give it a five-star review and share it with everyone you know. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. See you tomorrow.